0: Are
1: we going to hear it?
0: I will cut your fingers.
2: All right. (laughs) (laughs)
0: We're starting the podcast now.
3: And we're 20 minutes behind.
0: And we're here. That felt real judgmental of you, and I don't appreciate that. Well, we're here. We made supposed it. Supposed to
3: start at, well, at twelve thirty. Well, we had to.
0: 49. I don't want to argue with you. Okay, great. We're not arguing today. I just came back from vacation. Okay, yeah. I'm in a good mood, good headspace. Okay. All right. Well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. For those of you uh, who who don't know, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Maggie. And uh, Mrs. Producers here, Miss Producer. What's up, everybody? What's up? Hmm. Uh, There's a buzz. There's a buzz somewhere. Do you hear it? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, it's that one. Move that bad boy. Yeah, there it is.
3: How do you know it's that one? It's not. It's It's not changing it. it. It's
0: another one. It's this one. All right, we fixed that. Woo! Good thing we're professionals. Maggie, what's up? What's going on?
3: Nothing much. Just, uh enjoying the days living life yeah day to day we both uh just got back from vacations yeah so. mine was better okay <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: uh, I mean i did invite you to come to ours and you didn't so
3: yeah but i had just i like i had fun of mine what'd you do i went to new york for a couple days new york Saw a show, did some shopping, walked concrete around jungle. watched the Where uh, Things
0: Are Made of
3: Super Bowl with some friends. Did the Hot Ones challenge for the Super Bowl.
0: Did you really? Yeah. Tell me about that.
3: Which if you know, I'm I am a little sissy. Pause Con- for a
0: minute. Did you not just acknowledge that I was Alicia Keys? What? I just sang concrete to the New York song. Alicia Keys. I say Alicia Keys Were you song. about to say
3: "Concrete Jungle"? Yeah, she doesn't say that at all in the song. Yeah, she does. No. Go look
0: at the producer. What producer? She
2: says "Concrete Jungle," where what? dreams are made of.
0: What? I mean, That's are you even saying. a fan?
2: Honestly, but it, not I will not say r- it's not, not her song. So you're both wrong.
0: Whatever.
3: <laughs> but yeah, I, like.
0: Whatever. Move on. Hot ones. Uh, you hurt so, my feelings.
3: Anyway, so I don't like spicy things. I was very scared. Very scared. But I was fine until we got to the bomb, which if you know hot ones, you know that that's like the worst. I wouldn't say it's spicy. It's just like if you ate pepper spray. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, there's nothing good about it. There's It shouldn't be edible. Like you smell it and you're like, I just jumped into a vat of gasoline. Like,
0: did you do it?
3: Yeah, I did. And that was like, I... Found, like I ate ice cream, and it was fine once the ice cream started. So we ate that right before the halftime show. <laughs> so we were all in pain watching the halftime show. We got distracted a little bit because it was, it was a good show. But, uh, yeah, it was painful. And then we started to continue. And then the next wing, uh, my friend Lucas, who I was staying with, accidentally went from that point to the last wing like his plate was backwards so like he jumped to the last wing oh dang was it on purpose no he did not realize because i looked at him and he looked at me and he was just like something's wrong and i said what and he said something's not right and then he gets up and runs to the bathroom and like i hear him the water start running and he's like rinsing out his mouth and he's like running around just doesn't know what i to do with himself like he goes downstairs for some reason i don't know what was that da- like just no mind
0: <laughs> wasn't it snowing outside maybe he went and just put his head in the snow <laughs>
3: uh, no i wasn't snowing at that point but uh yeah, so then after that he was like I'm not doing it anymore. I can't. This is I'm I'm done. He was like I, my brain wasn't physically ready for that. Uh so we kind of all, it all kind of dwindled down after that. We 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 stopped cuz everybody was still messed up a little bit from the bomb. And I was like I'm fine not going not continuing. Uh but I kind of wanted to But do the it. bomb's
0: the last one, right?
3: No. It's like f- there's four more after the bomb.
2: Oh, so yeah. So I do always wonder that. Did you so you don't, y'all didn't finish it?
3: Uh I, I think we did the bomb and then we did two more. Right. But the but the, I would, the bomb is
2: always third to last.
3: Yeah. I would say the bomb, like it's to prepare you for the next couple. Mm. Like your brain like takes this and then it's, then it's like, okay, we, we could do anything now. Your body's <laughs> on like a different level.
0: Superhuman. Yeah.
3: So you would have no.
2: died had you gone there first.
3: Uh yes. Okay. <laughs> but I mean up to so that it was good. One of them was even like delicious. The Verde one was good, but I was I didn't know, I did I didn't feel the need to continue, although now I feel like I didn't complete something. So I kinda
2: wanna do it again. Wow. I, thi- I think that I could
0: What do a failure. It.
2: Yeah. Would you start with just the last two then? Oh no. Or would you no, want to no you
3: gotta build back up. <laughs> you gotta start bet, from scratch. I bet our
0: special guest up. today would do it with us.
3: Yeah, maybe we'll have to do it one time. All right. Uh, we'll have to buy all the...
0: Did you go see a uh, show?
3: I did. I went to see, uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which, it was amazing. Jeremy's laughing at me because I get too excited whenever I explain it. So excited. Because <laughs> it was very good. Any public service announcement, because not a lot of people know about it, for some reason, it's not talked about. I didn't know about it. But if you go Kinda to New know York everything. and you're like, what show should I go see? Go see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Read a little bit, like, maybe watch the movies, if you if you need to get it all in. Whitney, we're not all going to read the books. But get, I, nah. get all the story in. Watch the movies. Or maybe read a synopsis on like Wikipedia. But then go watch the movie. Uh, th- go watch the, the show. And it is fabulous.
0: Okay. Can, I'm going to tell you something. This is the reason I don't read books that have movies attached to them. Okay. So when I was a kid, my uncle was like, Hey, if you read the first Harry Potter book, we can go see the movie. And I'm like, Dope. This I'm is really in. Sad. I'm in. So you know, I get. I don't know. Don't a quarter. A quarter of the way through the first Harry Potter book. Of course, I'm like illiterate and I can't read. And so he's like, "All right, let's do the audio book so you can finish through this thing." So we down. We've got the audio CD, and I listened to it, and it was fantastic. My favorite part was when they were doing. I remember this when they were when the hat was doing the sorting, and he had this like fun song that he did, and it was bomb. I loved it. And then we get to
3: to the the freaking
0: movie, and it was awful, comparatively to the book. And I said, never again. I'll never read a book. I'll never read a book again. (laughs)
2: That's the opposite of what you should have done.
0: (laughs) Never. I was so disappointed. The movies
2: on their own are fantastic. No. The movies, when you compare them to the books, are are straight trash.
0: Yeah, that's why I never read another book.
2: That is not what should have happened. (laughs) Fact check. You need to read the books.
0: No, no it I, I think we should
3: all wait until the series comes out. I think I think it'll. No. Be, everything will be expanded upon, and it'll be good. However,
0: I'm sure I'll enjoy it because I won't have a book to compare to. However,
3: if you would have read that book and then go and see this this stage uh, play or or this Broadway show, I guarantee you you would have been been pleasantly.
0: Happy. I'm, I can't wait to go see the Broadway. I'm never reading the book.
2: Okay, great. It's well, going to be
0: great. A surprise every time.
2: I'm going to start just like finding a way for y'all when y'all are sleeping to have the book being played audiobook through your mind somehow. I'll be so disappointed. I
3: did start to uh, be able to listen to audiobooks. Like, this is a great audiobook for you, you to have listen to train to. your mind to, yeah. to be able to listen to audiobooks, and I think I achieved it. Yeah, love what does. Book? It's
0: a great book to start what with. What book did you, did
2: you train your mind with? <laughs>
0: keep in mind this isn't this is a pg (laughs) (laughs)
2: next (laughs) Next.
3: no it was uh yeah it was some fantasy book it's fine
2: (laughs) oh
0: no all right
3: anyway so yeah i did that uh go see it amazing amazing Um, and then I came home. What did you do?
0: (laughs) I'm still so distracted by what just happened. Uh, what did I do when? Last week? I went on vacation. Yeah, where'd you Uh, go? I went to Colorado. God's country. I did God's country things. I went skiing, snowboarding. I snowboard. Charlie skis. Charlie's a boss. Let me tell you about one of... No, skiing is not better. It is. It's coming from someone who's never snowboarded.
3: Because skiing's better.
0: Get out. So the first day I went snowboarding. It was Sunday. We got there Friday. We took Saturday off. Acclimated to the whatever mountain, the lack of oxygen, the lack of oxygen in the air, lack of water in the air.
2: Altitude. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. So (laughs) Um, uh,
0: okay. So Sunday we go up, and I'm shredding it. You hear me? Just shredding it. It's amazing.
2: For the people in southwest Louisiana who have never seen snow, can you tell them what shredding it means?
0: Oh, just carving up the mountain. I was going left, right, back, forward, <laughs> leaning back, you shredding it. what a
2: mountain is. It,
0: no. <laughs> Google it. I was shredding the mountain, okay? And I'm following my friends. We're going down, and I turn my board to, like, snow plow a little bit to get my leg like, a break. I turn my board, and I caught the biggest, fattest edge possible. And... If you don't know anything about snowboarding when you catch what's what you call catch an edge which is like the whatever side of your your board your your ski, you're snowboarding down if you lean too far forward the edge of your board will kick, like dig into the snow and you will fall like skiing does the same thing it just looks a little different and so I when you snowboard and you catch an edge you don't fall you catapult. And you catapult into the ground, and so I wear a helmet because I'm about safety and my life. And I'm going, I catch his hardest edge, and I thought, oh, this is gonna suck. As it, it's like slow motion happen, I go and I and I and I go forward, and I'm like, I'm gonna catch myself with my arm, which is a no go. Don't do that. That's how you kill yourself. And like I, I put, stage combat, I know. Yeah, yeah. I put my hand down. My shoulder went way up. And then next thing that hits is my face, okay? Not my helmet, not my body, not my butt, my face. My chin goes straight into the snow, like, and then shortly follows my face, and then the rest of my body goes over my head, around. I do a full front flip onto the snow, and then I slide about 20 feet. And the person behind me, and I thought, I'm dead. The person behind me is like, bro, are you okay? And I said, uh He's like, dude, are you okay? I said, no. And then <laughs> he kept going, and I just laid there and contemplated life. I saw stars, literal stars, saw them.
3: It's amazing how uh, such a dangerous sport could just be done. It's by people for yeah. the first time. You should have lives. a license to do it's this. It's just like, here's a mountain. Here's some two-inch piece of plywood, piece of plywood that we put some <laughs> some slickness on, and just go. Yeah, Maybe wear a helmet. We're not sure, but just go for it. We suggest it. You may snap your neck. I I know so many people are like, I have a bad knee. And you're like, why do you have a bad knee? Well, I went skiing one year. And you're like, (laughs) people are just getting slammed.
0: My shoulder hurts so bad right now. Like for three days, I couldn't raise my arm above my head. And it still hurts. Like I'm really afraid I jacked up my rotator cuff. But I went back like two more days. It was fine. Yeah. It was fantastic. But it did hurt. I thought I broke my jaw for a minute. Uh my helmet is dented. It was solid. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I left a crater in the mountain, literally legitimately. It'll be a jump next year. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I had so much fun. We had fun. The kids had fun. Uh it was like a bunch of us back from my hometown, Mo City, down highway ninety. And uh it's my favorite time of the year. It's my favorite. That's
3: good. Should have okay. gone, but it's okay. Maybe next
0: year. Well, you know, I don't believe you.
3: I just need to go so I can prove that I can ski. People, don't, I think it confuses people when I do athletic things, but I can do athletic things.
0: I tell you, I'd freak you out because I'm a snowboarder.
3: <laughs> it would freak me out. I wouldn't be able to watch because I can watch you do things. For
0: those like of them. you listening, Maggie doesn't believe that I do anything outside of wear black and touch computer things.
2: I mean, it's
0: It always blows her mind.
2: Well, you don't necessarily talk about the things that you do well. No, he
3: just randomly does the thing. Yeah. Like, he'll just pick up a guitar and start playing. And you're like, where's yeah. that coming from? He
2: talks all the time about how he messes things up. So whenever he actually does something well...
3: <laughs> yeah, like, he's not allowed to come like golf off-putting. with us. It's Because it's weird. It's weird
2: that you're good
0: That's at that. <laughs> That's why JD banned me from Top Golf forever.
2: I'll never forget whenever you started playing guitar. We were in Next Gen Suite, and... You picked up Hayden's guitar, and we're all in the middle of a conversation, and you start playing, and I just turn very slowly, because <laughs> I didn't want to spook you, in case it was <laughs> by accident. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> no, you're really good at playing the guitar, for someone who I didn't know played guitar.
0: <laughs> well, thanks. So. Speaking of guitar, we had a couple of shows.
3: Uh, yeah. A uh,
0: couple of events.
3: The last time we talked I was talking about getting ready to go into um some shows for CYT which we did Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, and how was By it? Anima. It was great. Uh, it was awesome. I got um, to see some of it. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit more once uh we have Josh who was a director come on the show.
0: Yeah, that's the next that's the next recording 2 2 from now. Actually, I think we have a few recordings before that. Yeah. Anyway, stay tuned. It's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll I can't t- wait. We'll y- talk about You it. took some notes, right?
3: I took a note of the, th- the Thursday that was a disaster.
0: Yo, I can't wait to talk about that.
2: Different perspective. Same show. It was right. amazing.
0: You guys stay tuned. Wait for that.
3: Um, and then we did Finding Nemo, which was so cute to follow up with that. It was a little bit jarring to go from Phantom of the Opera to Finding Nemo.
0: Massive epic show to to not massive epic show. My
3: not massive. Um, uh, but it was good.
0: When I couldn't go see Finding Nemo because I was working at an event.
3: Yeah, you were working uh,
0: a abide, women's Catholic conference. Yes, and it is one of my favorite conferences to be a part of, and that, my friend, brings us to today. Our, guest. our guests, we have someone we never talk about, you've never heard of, <laughs> never been on our never been on our podcast. JC Aurelian, what's up what's up, what's up? what's up, buddy? And of course, the one, the only. Today's a dual guest day. Jamie Aurelian, hello. Which also, but so fun fact: learned this for the first time a couple weeks ago. You guys have the same name. Boom. We sure James do. Charles Aurelian the second There's and the those. third, right?
3: Wait, Jamie. Your you name is also James. Are you
4: our real friend? Yes. <laughs> James Charles, Aronian the second.
3: How many different ways can you Wait. nickname James Charles? That's
1: a great question.
4: Jamie, JC, and James, Boone.
1: and Jim.
0: Jim, Jim? is that your dad? Yep. So Jimmy.
3: all of y'all are James Charles, but none of y'all go by James nope. Charles.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. Well, it JC on does. Who? who
1: who's talking to me? But yeah.
3: Wow. I didn't know that. The something.
0: OGs
1: call me James Charles, but then like everybody else, like my friends, are, all know me as
0: JC. I
3: only know you as JC.
4: Boom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Guess you're not. You now you're his real friend. Guess so. O- OG.
4: There, there's going to be a quiz later. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I don't do testing well, so we're doing a cahoot
1: after this.
4: A cahoot.
0: Oh yeah. I don't,
1: What's
0: I don't a cahoot? What we're not from Eunice. <laughs> they don't. the
1: well, in, we did this in high school. We're just, like, study game for, like, quizzes.
3: Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay. It's
1: called a Kahoot. I do have a question, though. You're talking about movies and books? Yeah. What did you go from reading the Bible to watching The Chosen?
0: I don't watch The Chosen because okay, I've read the Bible. <laughs> Get it together, James Charles. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What's the chosen
0: exactly? You, me? you know what I watch on YouTube? Fishing <laughs> and in wilderness Alaska
3: because you can't read any of that.
4: And yeah. people building ponds in their backyard. I do watch a lot of that.
3: We went to shout out Bama Bass with well, I went to lunch with uh, the LeComps, like uh, Jeremy, Corey, and then the two kids. And they both of the kids wanted to watch fishing. And I look like so I give them my phone. Because we have...
0: Jeremy's phone doesn't work that way. Jeremy's phone
3: doesn't have that. So they were watching fishing and I just look over at one point and there's two guys just like cooking a meal over a campfire, (laughs) eating and talking at the screen. And Charlie's just intensely watching this. I was like, what is she watching? And Jeremy was like, oh, I watch that all the time at the house.
4: So now your algorithm is way off (laughs)
3: musicals
4: (laughs) and and fishing. So this is what I do when the kids are like, I want to watch TV.
0: And it's late at night. I'm like, great. You want to watch TV? Yeah. Great. You're going to watch fishing with daddy. And so now their thing is like when they don't want to go to bed and it's bedtime, Charlie or Obi be like, daddy, can we watch fishing with you? Because it's like not their TV but they secretly love it. And I'm like, yeah. Or sometimes I'm like, no, everybody's got to go to bed. And then I'll climb in bed with Obi and I'll grab an iPad or my phone back in the day and I'll open up YouTube and we'll watch a fishing show before we go to bed.
3: Uh, while we're on this topic, we oh, did
0: no. skip over one no, of the No, we're items. supposed to be talking Sorry. about a bide no, right no, now. No,
2: wait, one second. Then I wrote on this little note. Uh, Don't worry, the update came during a bide, so it fits.
3: Yeah. How's, how's the flip phone going, Jeremy?
0: It's in my car. I still own it. Okay. Currently, not my primary device.
3: All right. What What did you switch to?
0: So here's the story. Okay. All about Al. My life got flipped upside down. I so bought the flip phone. Did that for. I think I I think I changed it out at the three week mark because you said I couldn't make it two weeks. Made sure I did that.
2: <laughs> oh my uh,
0: God. And so at the three week mark, I sent my iPhone 14 in to get fixed. Mm-hmm. Then once I got it back, I traded it in for an iPhone S E, which is the cheapest, slowest, dumbest version of the iPhone. And then once I got that phone in, I switched from my flip phone to the iPhone SE and I'm using the Opal app and I can't do anything outside of just the bare minimum on my iPad phone. So, I'm um, still got my iPad, still my primary like computer device. My iPhone does iPhone just does phone things. Outside of iMessages and Calendar. So I did switch back. It has been a lot more convenient. <laughs> uh, but but my goal achieved. All right. I'm on it a lot less. I don't check it nearly as much. And there's, there's a lot of times during the day it's not even on me. I don't know where it's at, and it doesn't matter. Your phone? Mm-hmm.
3: All right.
1: I yeah. feel like one day I'm going to walk into the bayou and Jeremy will be reading a newspaper. <laughs> straight
0: up, with his coffee. <laughs> Why not? As long as there's not a movie about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no movie to, to word transcript at all.
0: So the best part was, is like the day before a bide. Jamie sent a text to the crew, and he's like, "Here's all the call times." And I was trying to like read it on my flip phone. I was like, "This is terrible, man. <laughs> this is just not efficient. It's not effective." Oh, so what
3: <laughs> we said would happen happened.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Jamie, so I responded back, and Jamie sent me a private text, and he's like, "Blue bubble question mark?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "You shouldn't have done it. You should have just <laughs> kept it going." And I said I know, but it just makes life so much miser- so miserable.
3: So anyway, let's uh, let's introduce our guests. We just we did. said who they were, but no. What do they do?
0: Oh, Jamie,
4: what do you do?
3: They ju- you said they just w- they don't only work a vibe conference. Oh,
4: that's right. Uh, I take pictures <laughs> and I record videos. I like it
3: professionally. Professionally,
4: I, but you not I pay insurance. <laughs> <laughs> For a business that is listed as photo, video, and various other random things. Gotcha.
0: I like it. JC, what do you do? Sorry, James Charles Rillian in uh, the,
1: the same thing. Scale down, not really video. I guess I'm not professional because I told my dad I bought a color card and I was excited about it. <laughs> and, and he was like, well, you're not a pro
4: until you get insurance. And I was like, okay.
0: Dang, Dad! Well, there was always
4: that question that people would always ask, and I asked it myself early on. Like, how do you, how do you know when you're a professional in something? And so it's always like you can have a camera and you can say I'm a professional photographer. You know, it's it's easy to say, it's easy to do, but I feel like one day it was like you can start paying. You have to start paying insurance because you need that for a shoot for coverage for your gear for your equipment for some of your contracts and you're like okay that's the pro point. Level. that's the point when you're paying insurance so technically you know in theory he is a pro because you know for the most part he's listed under my business and he's insured under my business so
0: oh. you know I've always just he did
3: say paying
1: for it yourself so uh, yeah well
3: i've always look. said just whenever people start paying you to do that thing
4: yeah but was no
3: you, i mean i think we talked about this last time you were on the podcast M- maybe was it you like what makes it a professional
4: was uh, that did we talk about that i, I feel um, like we did talk a little bit about that i don't remember but i do feel like i remember a little bit of the conversation but you know it's not um Sorry, Jeremy set the mood. The lights went down.
0: (laughs) He just
3: recalled the
4: last. I I recalled the last.
0: Yeah, I recalled the last podcast where we talked only about the lights in the room. Yeah, we did it in the dark. Uh,
4: You know, I mean, let's let's be honest. Like it's it's an art form. So whether you call it professional or not, really doesn't matter. You know, you can. I mean, really, with anything, are you? Do you operate professionally? Uh, and like in professional ways and manners and, um, you know, not everybody does, but some people look at it as something that they just kind of do on the side and it's a hobby and it's fun. It's a creative outlet. And some people treat it as a little bit more than that. And they try and make a little bit of money, a threshold for calling yourself a professional. I think that's just like, you know, one of those things that you can put on your instagram you know bio and people easily do it you know it's like saying we for a company of one you know just to sound bigger but um i did all those things by the way but (laughs) amen you know i think at this point my income is a hundred percent from the business now although i've been doing it for 18 my life years yeah a long time um, like I'm doing this full time without other supplemental income so
3: it's a main job
4: yeah. only sorry, job
3: y'all continue I will potty on myself if I don't go can you mute my <laughs> mic? I will be super
4: <laughs> yeah, please, break. please take your mic off thank you all
1: right this is an intermission <laughs> we're gonna start playing elevator music
0: yeah this is why uh, we don't have the wireless mics <laughs> But, I mean, honest.
4: I would I would say for work, JC, you know, obviously he's a student, but I mean, this is all he does too.
0: Yeah, JC, tell it's us about it. It's
4: my life. Uh,
1: I do more. I do more sports related. I would say um, that's just like coming with the school, you know. So it's all the it's all year, you know. Oh, University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Go Cajuns. Yeah, so you just graduated, right? This is your freshman year? graduated high school. Uh, Yeah, in my second semester, freshman in college. This is... I'm a year and a half through of taking photos. On your own? On my own. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I would say on my own, because at Abide, a few of the photos were edited by my dad because
4: I was
0: having issues. But... I'd never known that.
4: Yeah, well, but that's also, like, I would say, still on your own because, you know, me watching a YouTube video to learn to edit a little bit better or just the hours you put in or someone showing me how to do the thing that I did and then showed you and then you learn how to do it and then, you know, there's always going to be something new, something fresh. Learning off of just part. Yeah, that's just part of the process. Yeah, Um, you know, there's, there's definitely going to be things, and probably already has been things that you'll know that I won't know.
0: Uh, Well, and I think like the difference between an amateur and a pro has a lot to do with the time invested. You know, yeah, like our famous words, like you don't know it until you break it. You know. Uh, I think that's yours, actually. Well, it's the J3 famous words. <laughs> <laughs> if it thing, ain't if broke, it can't it, be fixed. Like, yeah, uh, that's right. It's
3: just learning mechanism. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. No. For those that get in here, Whitney, she says she thinks I'm the only J that does it. It's definitely not.
4: I think that was Second. also a point of our conversation last time for the podcast, because... When you and Josh came to Sacred Heart whenever I was there, and y'all offered (laughs) to help, and then y'all just broke everything, changed all the presets, and then we're like, all right, see you later. So I ended up having more work to do (laughs) after y'all left. They left you at like 2 a.m.? Yeah, literally.
0: I do remember that. He was like, yeah, we're going to come help. We just touched everything, fixed nothing, and then said, okay, we got to go. Get in a candy shop, touched everything. (laughs) (laughs)
4: yeah yeah Yeah. we did it but you know what i've learned this is this is something that i've learned with trial and error over the over the years really more recently but you know they always have those user presets on devices and i'm just like i I just i'm the only user so i don't need to like create all these presets no you need to do it because someone else is going to pick up your camera do something change something and you're going to be like Honestly, that's a feature I've never used. I don't know how to turn it off, mm-hmm. you know. Um that actually happened to me this morning um on a on a camera and it was like cropping in at 50 and I was like I know that that's a feature you can do but I don't remember how to turn it off um because I never use it. But then I was like, oh wait, yeah, I have my user presets, so I just did that done.
0: Was it me that touched it last? No. Oh
4: good. Not this time.
1: Perfect. There's video been video a
4: camera. Hmm? A photo
1: or video camera? A photo. Oh, this was so probably
4: this, me. This camera right here.
1: Oh, never mind. Wasn't Micah. Like he? He's talking no, about it was personal. Uh,
3: So, how did y'all all three work to buy it? I'm, all four of y'all. Yeah. I did not make it this year. Yeah,
0: yeah. Did you uh, should have. We all know.
3: Again, I had we all know. other obligations that Jeremy's came up. Yeah. a little
1: butt hurt.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, anyway, but I came visit for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, how'd it go?
0: <laughs> that was great Jamie tell us about like uh, give us a little backstory as to how this all kind of came about in any way
3: yeah how did you start to do Abide
4: what is Abide uh, Abide is a Catholic women's conference um, hmm. and you know like any conference there's keynotes there's um, breakout sessions there's multiple speakers um and being that it's a a ministry conference, there's also worship, and um, we had mass and adoration and things like that because it was Catholic. Um, but let's see, it started really because um, I not abide itself, but me being involved with abide um, started. Because of my production experience Which at the time Was very Pretty small um, But that goes back to the previous podcast If you want to go back and listen But um, COVID, getting into live streaming Getting into those kind of productions um, Being A part of um, Different projects with different people Knowing different people that can handle different things In terms of Lighting and audio and video and those kind of things. So the Abide Conference, this is actually their third year doing it. And the first year, um, for whatever reason, um, they decided that they didn't want to go in the same route as the quality of the production that they had before. And they wanted to kind of really elevate it and step it up. So they reached out to me. Well, um,
0: and that was, like you said, that was their first year. So they really didn't have experience. Correct. Do, and it's not affiliated with the church.
4: It is backed by the diocese, correct? Uh, no. Are supported? It's, it's supported. Um, they they run things through Catholic Charities, but uh, it for the most part they're running the whole thing themselves. Um, but uh, you know, being attached to an organization like the diocese, insurance coverage, and different things like that um, is very helpful. How many
3: years have they been doing it?
4: 3. Well, it's it's every other year currently. So this was their third time doing it, but in theory that's like 6 years. So gotcha. um so yeah, so we we did the first one 2 years ago and that's like right out of COVID and part of it was like is this an event that we're going to live stream and you're going to have a streaming ticket and you're going to have an in-person ticket. They weren't sure how many people they were going to have. Um, and then we just did in person, um, and this year we did the same. They added a couple hundred more people this year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just got involved because uh, of the people that they knew locally that did this kind of stuff, someone just recommended me. Um, and I put in a proposal, and, you know, um, yeah. So,
0: well, and you're being a little modest. The first time that I showed up, well, you you invited me to be a part of the first one that you were a part of, right? Me and uh, Whitney and I. But when I showed up for uh, for Loden, it was like Jamie was Dadgum royalty around this place. Everybody knew who Jamie was, and Jamie knew everybody. It was super impressive.
1: Everybody knows Jamie in the Catholic
0: <laughs> realm. To be honest with you,
4: well, well, what's interesting? I felt like a little, so little, I was like, "I am Jeremy." <laughs> well, what's I'm what's Jamie's interesting though, is a lot of these people that um, supported this ministry and was involved in this ministry were people that were maybe part of youth ministry years ago. Um, or involved in some sort of church ministry. And I've, I mean, I've been involved in church ministry for, you know, over 20 years and, you know, there's only, you know, we're not like, we're not in Dallas, you know, we're, we're pretty local. So, um, the more you do it though, you, you do realize that in these scenarios, um, that the community is a lot smaller you know at certain levels um and i'm sure y'all see that as well i'm sure going to things like mxu and uh those types of conferences Philo conferences there's people that you start to see over and over again uh and it's kind of like the same kind of thing so it's when you meet someone new you're kind of like Huh it's interesting that we've never crossed paths Because you literally know everybody that I know How have I not met you um, Which happened with the worship leader this year um, Which was great um, So got to You know meet them and get to know them And um, and yeah we, we've all Been part of some I say we all Several of the people that were there were part of some retreat uh, High level retreat You know conference style Retreat um, At some point, um, much smaller scale than I would say Abide, but, um, you know, the people that continue with it, you know, people do it for seasons, but some people that do it for a long time, there's a lot fewer of those people. Hmm.
3: Well, and also things like that, I, I find often, um, like you were saying, there's a bunch of people who do smaller scale events. Uh, not that all of those people aren't great, but you start to, like, get the best of those small groups of people that have been, like, pushing it. And then for these bigger conferences, you have, like, your crew that you've, that you've picked from all of these smaller ones. No,
4: that's true. Like, you know, there's a buddy of mine that I, I talk to all the time. Y'all may have heard of him. His name is Bob, Bob Goff. and. <laughs> We, um, oh, my God. Just, I just called him up one day. Yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, that just shows that I listen to the podcast. I love but, it. Um,
0: How's the reading going, Maggie? <laughs> just kidding.
4: Yeah, that no, is so,
3: not the audio so, book. <laughs> <laughs> that got me into it.
4: So it would be a good one, though. Um, I tried. No, I mean, that's, that's what... Um, I know y'all are going to ask me about my standby moment later. So this kind of leads into that without being too much, but it's the, the fact that you have the ability to do those things is because of other people. It's not Mm. because of just you. Um, And, you know, I feel like for a long time I've had the ability to coordinate big things. um, But maybe I didn't necessarily have all of the, solid connections of people that could provide the resources and fill in the blanks and take care of those things. So obviously for abide two years ago, I was a little bit more anxious. Um, you know, how is this going to go? But for this year, I mean, I, I wasn't anxious at all. Um, just because I knew that I had people in place that, I didn't even have to like really worry whether or not they would be able to execute. So when there is a challenge or something that comes up, you're just really dealing with that challenge. You're not dealing with the entire thing. Um, So I was able to delegate things um, and hand certain things over, um, you know, and that goes for much more than just the abide conference. You know, there's other things that I've been a part of and, um, same kind of situation you know happens I'm able to you know get people together that I know that I have the confidence I, I guess this is like professionalism you know when we talked about being a professional because you're learning a lot over the years and you never stop learning but there's a point where you're not trying to figure something out as much as you're trying to implement the things that you already know in a very creative way hmm. and you learn things along the way by doing that um, but you know for example for photography I used to try and figure out I knew what I liked but it's like how do I get the light to look this way how do I understand the ratios and the powers and people say all these things and I don't I have no idea. Fake it till you make it was literally what I was doing the whole time. I would never show, you know, a client the back of the camera, like that kind of stuff, because I was like, Oh, I'm gonna fix that in post, you know. <laughs> um but now I can go into a room, I can see the room, I can see where the light is, I can set up everything, meter it or just guess it, and a lot of times like I don't even have to make adjustments. Um because it's become more second nature because of the miles that you've put in. Mm-hmm. And this has kind of been the same thing with abide just because, um, I was able to do it because of the miles that we put in and the notes that we take are are things of how we can always improve versus like, what do we need to learn for next time? So, yeah.
0: um, so yeah. Yeah. I think one of the, probably one of the things we can learn for next time is, uh, Maggie didn't show up. So was that on your debrief this year? uh, have one yet well we need
1: to add that to your debrief yeah this is 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 our debrief i think i'll do just fine
3: without me we
4: we did okay we did okay you would have brought a whole another level to it um but you know i mean totally respect that you have a job too you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) um you know that um you know, that's that's the thing, like, Jeremy couldn't be there on Sunday, yeah. you know, so I had to get somebody else to come in and, you know, where, you know, Jeremy being one person and, like, I can handle, obviously, the other things in the in-betweens, but, you know, still losing a, a capable body, you have to replace it with someone, you know, just as capable, hopefully, um, you know, and then that just poses, like, if if they're not, what does that pull me away from? Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, that's just all part of the, I mean, y'all have worked with volunteers and leaders like for, for a long time. And, you know, the people that call you the morning of and say, I can't be there. And you're like, what Or they don't even tell you, they just don't show up. Yep. Um, you got to figure it out and that's kind of all part of the game. Um, but yeah, it's like, obviously like having Maggie there would have been like awesome. Cause we would have just like probably cut up even more, but at the same time, like, you know, um, having everybody else be a part of it you always want to be a part of something with with people that you're like friends with and close to because it makes that fun you know what i do sure it's fun but you know i'm not like a solo person you know in some ways i want to be solo but in a lot of other ways i like to do things with people that community you know so
3: well also we were talking about this um I think actually J D told me it which was very insightful coming from J D. But somebody was like, uh, Maggie likes control over the situation. I was like, Not really. Unless like I know that I need to. But J D was like, uh, no, Maggie doesn't like control. She just has a close circle of people that she just trusts to do it. And I'm like that's very true. And I think that happens for a lot of us, of like we have the people that we trust to do it to where we don't have if something comes up they don't have to worry about trying to fix it ourselves they can easily probably help and if not we can both work together to solve the solution and probably in a fun way like we'll probably joke around and laugh about it but it's not a stressful thing because i know that their capability of what they can do
4: yeah well it's it also it makes me think a lot about the you know maybe the different stages and levels of um work that you do and you put out Um, because you know I'm obviously I say obviously like to me obviously like I'm a super stickler for like perfection and making things high quality and things being really good but um, Abide was a great example of kind of a new era in my um, my (laughs) learning trajectory where sometimes I, I don't I need to put myself in a position where I'm not micromanaging everything. And, and it's not to say, like, this isn't important or we need less quality. But the reality is, is for things to happen and happen efficiently, you perfect over time and you do what you can in the moments. Mm. And maybe that's a camera operator that's maybe not the best camera operator, but you just tell them to do it. And then the director can kind of, like, help ma- maneuver the quality of what they're you know, doing the quality of their work or how do you want this? How do you want that? How do you want this? It's like, I don't care. Just do it. It's not that you don't care. And it's not that I'd want to like pick it over, but we're not setting up this permanent installation. Right. We're doing a quick, like, and it's live. Yeah. Preload the night before. And we just need it to work basically.
0: Well, and I I think uh, like going back a little bit, like that learning process and that growing process like two years ago when i was a, you know the first one that we got to do together uh jc was a camera op and uh worked a, i think we had a slider put in play you know we like went above and beyond big production first one impressed you know but like i remember when the, we did the uh what's the name of that thing when they walk in uh, they proceed in and they walk around with the eucharist Procession, the The adoration adoration yeah like jc jumped off i remember like he grabbed the king he's like i want it bad and he grabbed he jumped off grabbed a camera and chased the eucharist around and like just got some monster shots and that lead two years later and jc you're doing photography for the whole event you know like that's that's a great in the two years distant the two years time you've spent a, a ton of time on your own without your pops failing and growing and and succeeding tell us about like that journey i guess from 2 years ago to this year being like just a i say just like a part of the team uh where you were in that learning process to being a part of the team leading your own thing um i actually i didn't really think of it
1: as uh i think we had talked about it maybe Recently or something about that one photo from Abide. Maybe it was at Abide we talked about that one photo I got because um, I just had the eye like I wanted it. Um, but I don't remember the timeline from that to uh, last football season when it was probably the summertime and Dad was like, hey, like, I bought he got new cameras and lenses and he was like, I'm going to sell this if you don't want to use it. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'll use it. I was probably playing games at the moment of the conversation. So I wasn't <laughs> thinking about it anyways. Um, and then football season came up. Um, and he was like, Hey, like you haven't touched this. Like you, are you going to use it? And I was like, I was like, yeah. Um, and then like the next day I was at school and I, uh, I was talking to the head football coach of my high school, Coach Cook. He's a great, fabulous guy. Um, they actually have a book about him. and I'm not reading it. There's a movie. Um, <laughs> there's no movie. Uh, yes. But to, I have, like, two photos in the in the back uh, from, like, the most recent uh, parts of his life. Um, and that was, like, a great moment. Wait, so, like,
0: your photos landed the book?
1: Yeah, I have two, two in the book, which are pretty
0: awesome. I'll, I have the book in my house um well but tell us like you said like did something just click where you're like yeah i'm I'm gonna do photography like i'm gonna follow in pop's footsteps or i want to make a name for myself or uh, that's a it's a great question because i don't know if it ever like clicked
1: maybe it clicked like when he was like you you're gonna shoot it i'm about to sell it um but i mean like i kind of posted it on my instagram or like there's a photo somewhere um, actually, I think it's on Beloved Creative Instagram post, if anybody wants to search it up, of, like, me, like, I was probably, like, six or seven holding a camera shooting, and, like, it's, like, a, a testament to, like, I was literally, quote-unquote, been doing it my whole life, you know? But it's, like, I've been with him my whole life, you know, like, going, work with him, like, picking up stuff since, I don't know, would you say since I could walk? He
4: could. Well, he could. He was struggling to carry the That's camera nice. bag, and I basically just had one lens in it. You know, <laughs> and
1: I and I use the I use that camera bag all the time right now.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Domke sponsor us. Uh, we're still using those old bags, but, um, yeah. It's it's been a it's been a minute. It's
0: been a minute. So you had a lot of that. Not not raw talent, but you you had a lot of experience. Yeah. Even though you weren't necessarily quote unquote pulling the trigger, you had a lot of experience watching your dad and working with your dad, mm-hmm. and then now it's kinda like your dad gave you the opportunity to like, okay, go do it. Yes.
1: Yes. And I was I was like handed the instruments. Hmm. Basically. I don't want to say I learned Nice on my, ones at that. Really nice ones at that. Um I don't want to say like I I learned on my own. Um like there's like I feel like if – that helped me a lot in the post Mm. side because I really didn't know anything about that. Um, I knew, like, the settings on my camera that I wanted – that I needed, wanted to use, like, certain shots, like, how to get those, like, change my settings on my camera, be in the right position, lighting. Um, But I feel like – I don't know where this quote came from, but there's this thing that's been, like – a really big part of my life because I've been doing this for a while was that like you truly love something when you do it for free a lot you know and I mean like I went from football like taking photos for the football team to at your high school at my high school um the season ended and then I was like it's like well man like I'm playing basketball in my high school and I was like well I have all this extra time like I want to go do something and I knew an old assistant coach for the UL basketball team, and I reached out to him, and he gave me Ben Massey, uh, his contact. He's the photographer at UL, and he I called him, and he like basically got me on. And so I went to pr- probably every home game last season for basketball.
0: Yeah, you were grinding it out, dude. It was it was it was probably like the best
1: best season, like, sports season that I photographed in my life, honestly. Um, I didn't think much of it. Like, I got a pass from a news company to go to Pensacola, which is the tournament uh, for basketball.
0: Like, on the road to the championship? Yeah, the,
1: the, the playoffs, the championship, was over there. And I really, really wanted to go. And Dad was like, well, how, like, I don't know how... What? How the conversation went, but he was like, all right, let's go. Like, he got a hotel, and I shot that tournament. And then um, I got, like, I wanted – you know how they have, like, those Gatorade picks? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Gatorade. It was water. But it was so cool. Like, I got that shot. I was super excited about it because um, we ended up winning. So, like, the first season of shooting college, we won. And then all of that was, like, for free – Um, like, working for free and, and like, coming out of pocket to go Mm -hmm. to stuff like that, um, which is really awesome, like, for, for dad to, like, help, help me out with that. And then, I don't really think I did anything. Softball season came up. Um, I was, I guess I was still in contact with Ben Massey, texting him every now and again, calling him, talking, um, because I feel like we became, like, great friends, like, immediately, um. And he called me. He was like, hey, man, do you want to, like, shoot the tournament um, for softball? Because they host it. Because I don't know how it works. But, like, I think it's, like, if you're the number one seed or whatever, you host the tournament. For Hmm. certain sports, it's at a team's field. Um, And he hired me for that um, for the championship day. But I got a pass. So I was, like, shooting every single game, the whole tournament, just to, like, get reps in. Like, I didn't really have any... Experience with softball, so I was like at there every single game all day, Heck yeah putting until, in the work until the finals, and then uh fast forward we got softball also won the championship and uh dang you all had a then, good year dude you all had a great year they I think also maybe golf don't quote me on that I might be wrong golf won. I could play sure. golf <laughs> um that's but keep going. I'm pretty sure you can with all your <laughs> hidden talents. Um, and then, <laughs> Whitney said it's been confirmed. Uh, so now I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a I became a student at UL, and then they I like applied to work there intern football season. Uh, it was more volleyball like football was a little, I did like one game, um, just because of like how less I did a lot of soccer and volleyball, was what it was.
4: A lot less home games for yeah
1: yeah, um, and I mean they don't volleyball and soccer play way more than yeah. football does, you know. Um, and then from turns out for my schooling for kinesiology, I. I needed like observation hours and I knew the strength coach from basketball men's basketball. I reached out. I was like, "Hey, I need to get observation hours." Um, and then I got with women's basketball coach, uh Nick. And he's a he's a phenomenal guy. And then one day I was walking in the athletic facility and I like looked, they have like the wall of like when they won the trophies. Um, and I was like, "Man, those like those look great." And I like went on my computer, my archives, And it turns out the men's basketball and the softball photos that are printed life-size on this wall are 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 my photos. And I was, like, freaking out. (laughs) Dang. And it's, like, all this stuff, like, you do for free because you love it. Like, you have no idea, like, how far that will go, you know. Um, And I have another photo somewhere. Um, It might be in a book for Coach Bob, the head coach for basketball, or printed in the kingdom somewhere. Dude. Um, of a dunk from Greg Williams, which is just like, like you don't truly love it if you don't do it for free, you know. And so I got besides softball, I was hired, but like all the other yeah. stuff I did for free, like
0: well, and I think that's like great. That's, I mean, all of us in this room have had like that. Like you're in, I mean, obviously we're a little older than you, but you're in that season of grinding it out yeah. and doing a lot and like just repetition 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 going putting in your dues as they call it you know like and and thankfully you you know uh, maggie and and i don't have a dad or a mom that like do it for a living so Mm -hmm. you you're you're better than we are at your age than we ever were because you know you've gotten that opportunity to like grow up in it but at the same time like you aren't as good as you are because you're your dad's son, you're doing it because of the grind. Yeah. And that's right. the thing I think it's important for people to know and understand. You know, we get it. We understand it. Like, we're only as good as we are because of the amount of... How much hours you put Yeah. Out. You know, like, it's that old, that goofy... Then you see, like, you know, like, you s- you only see the tip of the iceberg, mm-hmm. but there's yeah. all this, ex- there's the all this mess on the bottom. Yeah.
3: It's, and it's also awesome that you're doing, uh, you're photographing what you like. I assume you like sports yeah, in general. Sports, yeah, But, like, uh, I find that the the best people who, who do what they, again, love, uh, have absorbed a lot of that. Like, I would say I'm really good at, Lighting for like dance and theater because i absorb so much of it i did dance for a long time so i i understand yeah what is happening aside from light design uh same with theater but uh and we understand like uh photographing is really interesting to me it's very stressful in my eyes but i don't know why because i do the same thing of like there's this element of live production to it to where everything's live you can't rewind time and and catch the shot again like it's you have to be ahead Mm -hmm. of what's about to like you're like you knew that you wanted the gatorade shot yeah uh not everybody knew knows that Mm. that that's a shot to get Uh, yeah but you have this previous experience because you've absorbed so much of it in in your mind you know what you want to get uh which is really a plus factor and i think Mm -hmm. speaks like everybody will do what they love whenever there's a little bit of interest in it yeah i think that
0: brings us back to like abide the fact that you got to do the photography for like you did all of it this year you know like you you've grown up in the church you've grown you know you you understand the like it's fun you know we tell the joke about me not knowing what the eucharist was at the time and like following it with the spotlight and you know like it's a funny joke uh, because I I did not grow up in that, and so like I missed that opportunity. But for someone like you, who's got the not only do you have the like the photography chops, but you also have the knowledge the of. knowledge of how mass works and what the important features of it are. You know, like all the things that we're going to celebrate and honor, and you know, like so you being in that place, uh, putting in the grind over the last two years then your dad getting the opportunity to, like, you know, them saying, hey, JC took this incredible shot last year. We want you guys to to not just do the live production but to do the photography as well. You know, like, I don't know. It's just, like, you got to give yourself a lot of credit because you've worked hard for that. You know, had it been this time last year, uh, you know, this is, Jamie can speak for himself, but... I imagine you would not have gotten that call. It would have been yeah. like a, a Jason or a, well, somebody else, you know, or your dad would have taken it. I didn't. I didn't actually get the call. I didn't know until the day
1: before. <laughs> Fun fact: I thought I was running video camera the whole time until surprise. I already had him yeah. on
4: payroll for it. I just didn't tell him that that's what he was doing. But you know, and and that was a hard thing for me too um, because I knew he would do well on camera in the room because Mm -hmm. he knows all the things yeah he knows what to get he knows how to anticipate um those things from all of the ministry years um but also i knew that he had the ability to capture great things photography wise he had the skill um but also he can anticipate from that thing as well and i didn't have to coach him on any of that um i could just let him go and do um yeah it was really funny
0: like one of the girl, one of the ladies came up to you and like hey is jc gonna get this and this and Jamie's like i don't
4: know go talk to him <laughs>
1: and I, I looked at him and I, said, I already did that sorry.
4: yeah so you know he knows and that's what's nice to you know on one hand it's like i'm having to choose yeah but i did choose what i felt like he would excel much more in because he could be versatile with photography he can be all over the room he understands um you know for you know certain sacred moments um how to not be in the way yet still get the memorable shot and um not having to answer a million questions on what to do because we've done that already we've done that over the years um we also um you know, we'll have events like abide um, or other shoots, or um, you know, things that we do, and we'll have maybe like a pre-op meeting, or we'll have a debrief after, and we we just kind of say, okay, like anticipate this. This is something to look out for. Um, this is kind of how this client typically responds. This is what they're typically looking for, because that might not necessarily be your style or what you want to do, but. Um, when you're providing a service, you also have to be able to capture what someone wants, but then still elevate what they want because they don't necessarily know how to translate it. Um, And I think, sorry, no, go ahead.
3: Um, To, to your point, I think that uh, there's a lot of times and I try and stress it, uh, especially talking like about myself sometimes where people will request me for jobs. And I'm like, you probably, I am not the best person for that job. I was like, if you have, these types of things, yeah, I can do that. Great, but uh, th- we each have our own style that we've like curated and worked on. Uh, and whenever people are better in those styles, it's just on um, to just say like, "Hey, it's okay if you if you take this other person for their style, and you, you trust like fully trust them to to do what they do best."
4: Right, and that's you know, and that's where you know he and I working together. It's we're. We're constantly at a different, like, growth crossroad. You know, it's... um, Before, it was like, you know, he's learning this, but do... Can I just trust putting him in Mm -hmm. as the main person if I can't be there? Uh, For example, there was a shoot... um, I don't know if it was, like, two years ago, whatever. It was an event for a client that, like, I worked with. I took the job, but I was going to send JC, but I hired another photographer to shoot as in my mind as the key photographer um, because he does a lot of events and things like that. Well, I ended up using 90% of JC's, Mm. you know, images over the other guys just naturally looking through everything. Um, It's not that the other guy's work wasn't like good or anything, but, Clearly, like, seeing the similarities in style and him understanding what I want, what I'm looking for through the different conversations. It's hard to teach that. You know, because he'll see an image and says, why did you do that? You know, and it's like, well, this is what I'm thinking about. Um, So the growth of saying, like, okay, this is a job that I can let him loose on, Um, bigger, higher paying, like, commercial jobs, a lot more pressure. I'm starting to be able to toss more of those kind of things to him. Um, and just say, like, yeah, he's he can do it, you know? Um, well, even that even I worked, uh, we worked,
0: all three of us worked together a couple of weeks ago before Abide. Like, you know, you called me in to do kind of just the TD level, you know, you kind of gave that to me because you had your own thing going on. But having JC work with me made such a difference because, again, it's like he knows what he's doing, He's he's grown up in it, and, like, I was just able to rely on you and I did what I do, which is engineering, the, the personalities, the, you know, like I, I, I can manage that. I could see the future, not the future, but I can, you know, like I can, I can do what I do well. And you came in and you did what I couldn't do well, which was like predict the mass because it's not predictable. Yes, it is, bro. And <laughs> is I would say, I would say, arguably, that's the most
3: predictable thing in the world. For is somebody,
0: for somebody who doesn't go, it's not predictable. Can get okay? amen? Can I get an amen? That There's
3: literally a pamphlet probably in the back of a book that I was, will tell you exactly.
0: Listen, I was <laughs> in the front.
1: Actually, the order of the mass.
0: I was busy. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, that's also like. Edison, you want to say it?
2: Churches now even go so far, knowing that people aren't going to know what to do, to tell you when you can even stand up or have to sit down for something. They're that <laughs> intentional at a Catholic church.
4: Look, look. Put it this way we we went out of town for Mardi Gras. Um, we went camping in Arkansas. Um, the diocese of Lafayette, where we're at. Um, there's a ton of Catholic churches. Like, on every block, it's like Starbucks. There's it's like a like church, But when we went to Arkansas, the diocese is literally the diocese of Little Rock. It's the entire state. Um, where they have several here. So it was like, okay, we can go to this mass that's like 40 minutes away, or we can go to this mass, which is like two hours away. Um, the only mass that we could go to that was within 40 minutes – at that time happened to be in Spanish. So we were like, well, this is the one we're going to go to. Cause Stop. I mean, we're not going to drive two hours um, to go, but mm. what was great about it, you know, and I prepped my kids, you know, right before going in, I said, look, like just so y'all know, mass is going to be in Spanish, but it's exactly the same. You'll know exactly where we're at. As long as you're paying attention, you know what's going on. You're able to fully participate in this mass as a Catholic, because even though you don't speak the language, you're still in communion because you know exactly where you're at. Um, and, and that was the case. Like we all went and like, it was exactly the same thing. And you, you almost felt like you, you knew the language because you could tell when they were mm-hmm. wrapping up or getting to the end of something, um, you know, um, some people like you might have a little bit more experience with Spanish or not, but, um, you know, the set stand, sit, kneel, like all those things are the same. Now there were some cultural differences, um, in just maybe the way that they came back from communion or, you know, different <laughs> things like that. And, you know, but that, that's nominal compared to the fact that we were doing something that's exactly the same in, in Europe, exactly the same in South America, exactly the same in the United States.
0: Yeah.
3: The most, uh, the, only thing that may be different is if everybody holds hands or doesn't no. hold hands during
1: yep. the Yeah.
4: And honestly like that's something like you we don't you know, not supposed to. Um but yeah. it's something yeah. that's also like was You're not supposed to hold hands. It was looser um Never. but <laughs> but it was I mean it's not like it, the end of the world if you do, you know, but um you know, that's not what it's intended for. Um, But that's also something that through the years of change and translation, um, you know, over the original Hebrew from Scripture to translate into what the Mass is, they're trying to refine that actual translation, which is changing some of those things. So it's not actually changing it as much as it is perfecting it.
0: Hmm. So... That's interesting. That's really funny. You took your your family to like a, uh, a Catholic mass, uh, a to, Spanish I, mass.
3: I used to. This is not. I don't. It's fine. I used to study in mass. Like I was, if I had a like. I remember, I had tests. You're embarrassed about like, that. Well, it's not like the best thing to do, but it was. I was, I was very stressed. I, um I was failing this class in college, and my mom was like, "Go to mass. Uh, just go." To mass a couple times, and the only one that I could find was I think I think it was in Latin. It wasn't in English, but I just went uh and I sat in the very back with my flashcards, and I just like would pay attention, and then like I would do some of the flashcards. I passed the class. <laughs> Look at that miracle! <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Straight A's. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> but I knew what was happening. Like, and we've been to some crazy churches too. Like over, like on vacation, fi- like we would walk in and they were just. It's really interesting to see, but it's always the same.
4: Yeah, always the same. There's
3: always a guy in front with the pamphlet, just like, hey. Whatever. And for some reason, you'll enjoy this. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know why, but we will go to any mass in any different state, and my mom and dad will be asked to carry up the communion every single time. Wow. I cannot tell you the amount of times, and we could probably put a pin in a lot of states <laughs> where my parents have carried up the communion, because <laughs> they'll come to us and they'll be like, hey, can
4: it's probably right where y'all are sitting is always the spot where it's, like, the closest. I bet they play, We can. I can only
0: imagine it, all of them, too, huh? Yeah.
3: And Brian hates it. He's like, what the heck? Why do we have to do this? And I was like, it's okay.
1: <laughs> Usually they would
3: send us to the kids with it because it was cute. Now I'm like, uh uh-uh, And everybody uses a
1: regular like, who is
3: this? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's almost like they think that we're new to town and they need to like, invite <laughs> us in. I'm like, we're okay. We don't want, we're don't. we just visiting, passing through. Thank you, though.
0: All right. I want to bring us back to Abide really quickly. Uh, we do need to, to wrap this up here. Uh, but um, my favorite story from the Abide conference this year Whitney you might I don't know you might know and I don't know at what point I think it was Saturday I don't even know if I know no you didn't have your headset on Uh, that was the that was the worst part about you taking photos
1: I was by I I think the moment but I couldn't hear a word
0: you and Aaron weren't on there but listen let me tell you Jamie was in rare form He was tired, exhausted, like, you know.
4: (laughs) And I delegated well, so I wasn't, like, under a whole lot of pressure at the moment.
0: You were almost uh, too delegated, at, at like, too lackadaisical. So, (laughs) I don't even remember exactly what was happening, Uh, but Jamie says, guys... It's like I got out of the elevator earlier. Okay.
2: <laughs> Here we go.
4: <laughs> I remember laughing so hard that I was crying, but I could not remember.
1: So hard that people were looking back
0: at us. That's yeah, I was in the deck of middle of the room. Okay, <laughs> so this. my role was a, a camera operator, and I'm in the middle of all of these women, okay? In and the ja- middle of the room. <laughs> in the middle of the room. room. And <laughs> Jamie says, guys, a minute ago. Over he headset. said I in the headset he's like i was waiting at the elevator and the elevator opened and these two women walked out now one- in, in
4: the abide defense these were two women that were clearly maybe going to like a mardi gras ball they were not part of the abide. oh defense. even better because one was like in a nice ball gown and the other one was like the daughter like they were leaving the hotel okay all dressed up well so not abide people not abide people
0: So, so they they walk out, and he said, "He comes in, and he's like." Dude, one of them ripped one, and it was awful. It was so bad, right? And I'm like, I'm trying to keep it together because it's funny. And then Jamie's like, I get in there, and all I could think about is I'm a big man, okay? And I'm going to get out of the elevator, and it's going to stink. And they're going to think it was me. Because
4: <laughs> I go up to the floor where the conference is, and I'm just waiting for someone to hurry and come into the elevator. <laughs> I literally take off out of the elevator, like please, no one go in, let the door close behind me. Some grown babies. It was probably following me. But this loft.
0: But I was like, he's telling the story, the and I'm like laughing, but I'm trying to keep it in, and he keeps going, and I said, I pull my headset down, I said, you have to stop, you have to stop, I'm losing it, and Jamie said, walk away, walk away. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I just see Jeremy shaking up and down from the distance
0: <laughs> I take my headset off of my head and I just stuck my head in my j- my shirt and I am dying. <laughs> dying, like and I just like wanted my it's a belly laugh because I hear Jamie, Jamie's like <laughs> he's in the back, Corey's laughing, Whitney's laughing, and I can't get it out and it hurts. Like you know when you want to laugh and you like and it's gonna be a really good can't. belly laugh and you can't and it just hurts your body. And you
1: would do it so loud
0: too at the same exact.
1: Oh, dude, it yeah, was think, so bad. Didn't the
4: speaker say like something it was like an like, ripped to... or something? Oh, and it was yes. Like, probably referring to something very spiritual but then when she said ripped and we're in that moment we're just like we lose it even even more more.
0: i had to take a head he's like walk away it's like i can't i took the headset off and like i tried to get it out and i could not stop it's like five straight minutes and i put the headset back on and i was like that was so wrong of y'all because they could laugh
4: but i couldn't what was wrong was what i had to deal with in that elevator
3: (laughs) My favorite part of a vibe was whenever I got a picture with really no context of Jamie talking to a sister. Oh, yeah, me, not Jamie, it's Jeremy. uh, Sorry, not Jamie, Jeremy talking to two guys, and I was like, I don't even want (laughs) to know what's going on there. Sister Josephine? Yeah, Sister Josephine. Do
1: you know he was on a mission to talk to her literally the whole weekend? She's my favorite.
4: I think she should be a guest on this
0: podcast. Dude, I asked her, but I told her we could be friends and I didn't need nothing from her.
1: Did you get her
4: that's number good. to no. like, call her? No. She's you a sister. A she
1: probably has a
3: flip
0: phone.
4: She's got a podcast. She does. Oh, wait, that's fact. She I know. had a
1: book, too, they were selling at the conference. Yeah, she's
0: killer. I want to know more about her. I love. Hey, if you if you see this, Sister Josephine, can we be friends? And Bob. And Bob. She's praying for you. She is. She just says she's praying for me. Well, all right, guys. We're an hour and 15 minutes in. It's been a lot of fun, and I think we could probably go another hour and still have a lot more fun. But um, thank y'all for coming, JC, Jamie. Uh, y- you know, I think we will work out one day, like, a, a random Jamie call-in throughout the art.
4: Like, we'll have Every to... What why, do is it, why does it have to be that hard? I mean, this literally has a port that We are talking about it earlier. Ouch. You I know. call the call out there. Uh, but...
0: So, you know how we end our podcast, we talk about standby moment. And uh you've been on our podcast before, Jamie, and so I assume your standby moment is going to be different. It could be specifically about the uh, the door conference. I would but, like a buy. That's what I said. I, it, you I would. I would love for this to be like an abide conference kind of standby moment. But, but if
3: you have one already picked out,
0: if you have one already picked out,
3: which because you said earlier that you have yes, picked out.
0: we talked about it
1: in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> speaking of speaking
4: of walking out of the elevator, <laughs> um, that was definitely a standby moment. But no, I mean. The re. <laughs> the real with y'all. <laughs> this is. Stand by, don't get in that elevator. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh. I'm sorry, would it have
3: been r- funny if you stood in front of the elevator for like a good five minutes and every time somebody walked in went, it wasn't me. Stand <laughs> by. <laughs> the smoke alarm
4: starts going off. <laughs> like, wasn't me. Or you I swear. Just set off the fire alarm and you're like, you elevator. can't go there I right probably now. would have been like, if someone would have walked in, I you probably would have been, been like, sorry, that wasn't me. <laughs> I wish I was there because no it was it was that bad it was that bad um but hey you know when you gotta go you gotta go um no for me for me the, the standby moment that you know jc and i were talking about in the bathroom um it does have to do with a body but it, it kind of like encompasses like everything um mm-hmm. it's being able to Through the craziness of the beginning of this year, Um, we've done uh, the Abide Conference. We were part of the governor's inauguration, the inauguration ball, the actual, like, formal stuff, the mass, inauguration mass. You had Washington uh, Mardi Gras. I did Washington Mardi Gras, you know, and it's like the who's who of, you know, Louisiana and beyond, Um, and just through that it you just step back and think like man like who am i to be in this position to have this opportunity um that many don't um and i also equate it to i've thought of this for a long time i've always loved being a part of someone's uh rise as like a photographer um you know i remember Doing some photo shoots for musicians, and then they've gone on to do like big things. Um, and it's like I don't have to be acknowledged, um, but it's cool knowing that I'm like a part of that thing, even from behind the scenes. Um, and it's opportunities that people don't, um, ever have an opportunity, uh, in their lifetime. Um, and you know, also, the fact that I get to do that with, uh, with J.C., I get to do that with friends through, like, the Abide conference, and, like, we're, like, who are we to do this, you know? And it's like, I'm at Abide, and I'm like, I always thought to myself, I don't know how anyone can produce the fullness of this event with all the lights and the stage and the sound and cameras and all. And I was like, wait, I was that guy, but, like it didn't bother me at all. Like I didn't think twice about it. Now, obviously that's from years of experience, but it it just, it just grounded me in that moment to say, stand by, like, look, look at the things that you're doing, the experiences, um, you know, some of them I may never do again, you know, but you know, I've been a part of these things where, you know, jeremy's friend lauren is looking right at me in the camera you know as i'm standing on top of a speaker he's talking about lauren daigle <laughs> you know um you know it's like it's it's random stuff but yeah drew Brees, you know speaker of the house like it's just like like Shake his hand th- at the ball
1: yeah like this told me he did a great job
4: this random stuff you know it's it's unreal. It doesn't necessarily give me more money in my pocket For and sure. that's not what it's about. Um it's just cool to be a part of that. It's cool to be a part of history. Um you might look back at a history book, you know, 20 years from now and say I was there. Mm. And not only was I there, I was walking down the steps behind the governor as he's going down so, to There's photo evidence of that too. You know, and it's just it's and it's not a it's not a brag. It's just – it's it's cool, and I feel like what was more cool was the behind-the-scenes stuff that I got to do during those types of events that no one will ever see a photo from or, you know, the fact that I was just, like, in the room in these, like, first-time moments for some of these people and um, and then just getting to do that with JC, I would say that's
1: – I wasn't in the room. I wish I was. Well, I was that after. that
4: particular one, but – but that's overall that's that particular one but you know abide you know um the outdoor Pensacola. live stream mass that we did Pensacola. yeah i'm stuck in a hotel room while you this guys this shooting the sunbelt conference championship and i'm eating ramen, away, noodles. eating ramen noodles you know like Dude, those ramen noodles are fire. <laughs> so good ramen noodles magazine so good <laughs> house, bro but it's like i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it like yeah. literally i went Man, it's like, and I had to come back. Didn't I have a shoot? You did. You did. Yeah, you left.
1: My grandparents came because they wanted to go to the championship game, and then you came back and picked me up. I think I the about an extra that. day. Actually. I went to and mm-hmm.
4: from Pensacola twice from here. That's crazy. Wait,
1: fun fact I met a photographer who was shooting for a local college over there, D- D2, Go Argos. That's the mascot. I don't know the name, sorry. Go Argos. Um, Morgan Givens this is a photographer great guy he now is the lead photographer at OU dang and like I stayed in contact with him and like I got like we're talking about relationships with people like that's how like you get half of your jobs most of the time mm-hmm. is from people and like I reached out to him for like a cross-country race you know so it's like
0: and you were at LSU
1: I was at LSU too yeah uh Georgia State
0: Big so what time. was your what was your standby moment
1: I mean, he he said it. It was a uh, he said it in a in a nicer way. We're we're looking at the photos back from the governor's inauguration, um, and he had like the photo of like him being at his desk for the first time. Hmm. Um, it's like an intimate moment. Yeah, um, and like the whole time, me I was like, I was like trying to figure out how to get. A special shot as well, but like security saw like I literally could barely do anything, and I was like, I was like, bro, like, how awesome is it that you're there? I was like, I wish I could have done that, and he was like, Dude, but you're here. He was like, and you're eighteen, like you gotta think about it like I mean, he said it in a better way, explained it, but he was like, You just like you're here right now, like imagine what you're gonna be doing hmm. in the future, you know like you'll see be the twenty great part. more governors. Huh?
3: you'll see 20 more governors yeah
1: hopefully um
3: or, i don't know four times 4 divided by
4: no but ser- but seriously though yeah. it's like the the things that i'm just doing now yeah yeah you know 42 how, hold on 42 43 42 know. um the things that i'm doing now he's a part of it with me yeah now you know so it's like one day i'm going to be begging him to go you know shoot on the sidelines of the super bowl because he's going to already be there you know like that it's that kind of stuff yeah. you know um so it's 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 cool
1: i'm shooting for the world cup that's my goal world cup in the us
4: wouldn't you be
0: your assistant should be your producer I'm <laughs> Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Can you get me there? I'm just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well guys, thanks for uh thanks for sharing that. That's really you know, that uh, standby moment it's it's more of like a realization and appreciation. Yeah. yeah. of like how far you've come in, in your career and your life and who you get to do it with. I mean that's really that's the that's the idea of the podcast. It's like who we get to do this with, how awesome the moments are. How sucky they can be but m- more it's more of like how awesome they end up yeah. being
1: i mean like he didn't say it but like when my the standby moment at the governor's inauguration we're shooting like with three of our like great buddies who also take photos which is like so like me and one of the guys were literally like cutting up during the inauguration when they were just like giving a speech you know so it's like those like little snippets like that you'll never have again you know
0: yep stories to come for years to come it's awesome well hey thank you guys thank you jamie thank you jc appreciate you thanks for uh (laughs) thanks for being in our lives for being thanks for letting me back here on this podcast absolutely uh, it'll be for sure a yearly thing if not multiple uh, now that you're a little less busy. Like, I don't know if I
1: want to Let's stop
4: recording and then we'll like re- start recording again and we'll do a new topic so that y'all have another podcast. I'll I need to go that. to the bathroom in between first, but
1: <laughs> Jeremy needs to chat GPT a topic.
4: Oh, man! Well,
0: it's been a lot of fun. Thank you guys so much. We love you guys. Uh, love you. Sorry for everyone who, uh, who's been expecting another podcast. We had a couple weeks. We were busy. Okay, we're like like, a week behind. Uh, it's great. Oh, okay. I'm expecting another one. Yeah, it's <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: everybody's caught
0: up. A... Awesome. No, love we, you guys. We're
2: scheduled. we're scheduled. They're coming.
0: We're okay. scheduled.
2: Jamie and Courtney are the two that listen. Yeah, all the time. So
0: Perfect. And Hannah and JD. And JD. JD. We have a lot of good listeners.
2: Hey, and my guys. mom. My mom will know y'all as Catholics.
0: <laughs> we're ending
4: hey. the podcast now.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> 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 like we didn't want it to end. It just kept going.
4: All right. My yeah, I couldn't breathe. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I think I just
2: said.